you are listening to the Grow Daily podcast and I am your host Piyush Agarwal. Welcome to the 18th episode of this series and today we are going to continue our discussion on rebranding. In yesterday's episode, we tried to understand what really rebranding means for your business and why and when you should be going for it. How rebranding can lead to growth if done well. I hope you picked a lot of pointers from the episode and sort of understood when rebranding would be great for your brand. Now in today's episode, we would talk about how you should go about the rebranding exercise. A lot of the things that we are going to talk about today are applicable on your usual branding exercises as well. So you can still listen in and grab some pointers even though you may not be interested in rebranding for your brand today. Now before we start talking about how you can go around the rebranding exercise, I just wanted to touch upon a small subject. This is around the reactive rebranding that we spoke about in the last episode. One of the reasons when a reactive rebranding also comes into picture is when a company is involved in fraud or has had its reputation tarnished due to any reason. We can look at the example of the Samsung mobile phones exploding issue. Now that was a big issue that really hit Samsung badly. And we have seen Samsung work extra hard since then in making sure that their customers are aware that the phones have been really tested well. They have spent a lot on marketing and building the brand trust again. Now they could have gone through rebranding as well, but they took the path of making sure that their customers trust the brand more. Another example is a documentary I watched today. You would have heard of the Fire Festival. Hopefully no one listening to this podcast had to go through that horrifying experience. So Fire Festival for the uninitiated was this musical festival floated around in 2017 that was supposed to be ultra luxury and on this secluded island. And it was sold really well, sold so well that they just sold out all the tickets within 24 hours. However, the actual festival turned out to be a nightmare for the participants. It led to cancelled flights, cancelled events, unpaid bills and the founder getting jailed. Now why am I talking about this? This festival was a massive festival from a PR perspective and did really well on the marketing side. And when everything went south, the brand image was obviously tarnished. It was a new brand so there wasn't a lot lost but at the same time, this is an example where a brand cannot be fixed with rebranding. At least I don't think so. Because so many people were hurt, so many people were cheated and the brand was completely tarnished. So I know I'm giving some extreme examples but it is with the hope that you never fall prey to any of these reasons for rebranding. Because rebranding for something that went terribly wrong is an extremely expensive affair. And I hope you are always thinking twice before doing something and are always honest to your customers. Because that's the right way to keep growing your business. Now, if you are curious about this documentary, it's available on Netflix for you to watch. There is a version on Hulu as well, but I haven't watched that one. Now coming back to how you can get your rebranding right. As I told you, I went through a rebranding exercise for one of my fitness clients. The fitness client is a chain of physical studios where they teach yoga and a lot of other fitness classes. Now when it was started 7-8 to eight years back, it was just started out of a single studio and it was meant to take yoga classes for anybody and everybody. However, over the years they have evolved. They have become a more popular brand among their students and they are known for their workshops outside the studios as well. Now these may be public workshops in open areas or even corporate wellness workshops. 
they are also very well known for their teachers trainings where they train others to become yoga instructors now overall the offerings the company has had has evolved and sort of broadened apart from making them a more prominent yoga studio chain all of this and having a brand logo that seemed outdated led to the rebranding exercise the reason i'm talking about this is because you need to know the vision of your brand and the back story right in order to get started with your rebranding exercise like we spoke about in the last episode you need to be able to tell your brand story you need to be able to say what your brand stands for and where is it heading in future because answers to all of these questions will sort of lead to how the rebranding should look like or where the rebranding should be heading how it should aid your growth so it is important that you have your back story right you know why the rebranding is required and you know exactly what kind of impact your rebranding should drive so make sure you take a pen and paper and write all of these things down the vision of your brand the back story of your journey and also the story that you want your brand to be telling when people connect with them what's the spirit we are looking at what kind of a feeling that people should be getting when they are connected with the brand all of these will be of big help for your rebranding exercise don't stop with just these questions you need to develop the brand's core idea as to what does the brand stand for is it just staying fit or is it about having fun while being fit or is it about a modern outlook to fitness you need to know what the core idea is that you want to drive through your brand and make sure that that idea resonates with all your current customers as well and along with that your product line your offerings because all of that needs to undergo and fall in the same bucket and needs to project the same kind of idea the same kind of story that you are running after as part of this exercise there are some questions that's very important for you to tackle the first one being what's real for your brand ask the question what space can the brand authentically own now focus on the words authentic and own it's important that you can say confidently that your brand honestly fits in this particular area and it can be the best in that category because only then can you have a focused approach for your rebranding making sure that you are more aligned to that specific category the next question you need to ask is how meaningful would this rebranding be for your existing customers your primary audience because they need to be able to connect and engage with that new brand the next one is how are you different from your competition how is this rebranding going to place you against your competition you need to make sure that there's enough of a differentiating factor between the brand that you are trying to create and the brand that is already out there as your competition and lastly scalability you need to make sure that your rebranding exercise is scalable across all your product lines and also any future product lines that you're planning that it works across multiple mediums and make sure it lets you do more than what you're already doing so once you have the answers to all of these questions it will help somebody working with you on your rebranding exercise understand what are you thinking and where do you want to head with the rebranding exercise you may not have answers to all of these questions readily available to yourself and that's where your existing audience will come handy you need to be able to reach out to your primary audience and seek their support seek their advice ask them the questions ask them why they connect with the brand what do they like about the current logo 
What do they like about the current branding and products? Understand what clicks for them. What kind of a vibe does the brand give to them? And what makes them come back again and again to the brand? Also ask the difficult questions. Try to understand what do they not like about the brand? What is there that kind of bothers them? Or something that they are not a big fan of? Because all of these answers will help ensure that you are not alienating your primary audience, your current audience. This is very important because while you do want to make sure that you are growing, you don't want to lose out on the audience that's already built up, that you have already created over the years. So make sure that you test out the branding and test out the messaging with a small set of people before you go all out. Now, in order to proceed further with your rebranding exercise, you need to hire the right talent for the project. Whether it's about designing the graphics or planning out a rollout or even strategizing the overall rebranding exercise by someone like myself, you need to make sure that you're hiring the right talent, somebody who connects with you and the brand and understands the vision you are after. Because hiring will make sure your job is half done. Hiring the right people ensures that every step that's taken is taken in your interest. These professionals may be a little more expensive than your college intern or your relative's son. However, they will get the job done well. And that's what is important, especially for a rebranding exercise. You don't want to goof up. You don't want somebody to come in without a complete understanding and create the next fire festival for your brand. Now, there are multiple ways you can find and hire the right talent. One of my favorite ways is going to your trusted sources. People who have gone through a similar exercise as what you are trying to do and will be able to recommend people based on their own experience. Don't just go and follow someone blindly. Make sure that whoever you are getting the recommendation from is a trusted source. And then make sure you check their work, their portfolio, have a discussion to understand if they are the right people or not. Do not do this in the hurry. This step is crucial and needs to be done right. It's okay if you have to push out the rebranding exercise by some time. Once you have zeroed in on the team that will make this happen, you need to share the answers to the question that we discussed earlier in this episode, because that's how they'll get a better understanding of what kind of vision you have, what is the rebranding all about, and what are you looking for. Once you have gone through the rebranding process and identified the areas which needs to be changed or improved, you will have to make sure that you test out the new brand across all mediums. Make sure that you are doing enough mockups of different places that connects with your business. Let's say t-shirts or letter pads or envelopes. Make sure you're trying out different color modes as well. The main color of the rebranding, the grayscale version, the single color version. You need to make sure also that the rebranded version works well in smaller sizes and large sizes. A thumb rule that I follow when I go through a rebranding exercise or any logo design exercise is that if there are two components to the logo, that is a symbol and the font, both of them need to be able to work in isolation and work together as well. So once you have decided on the rebranded version, you need to make sure that you're testing out with a focus group. You need to make sure that you select a preset of customers, show them the old logo, show them the old branding and share the new story with them, share the new logo and get feedback. Listen to all the criticism that comes your way. Listen to all the good things they have to say. Try to understand whether the story is working with them, resonating with them or not. Whether the idea is something that they can connect to or not. Make sure that this focus group is sort of a neutral group 
and ensures that they are giving you an honest opinion and not a misguided one. Once you have the opinions, make changes according to the feedback. You don't have to change everything that people are saying. You need to be the judge and understand which part of the feedback really matters to your rebranding exercise. You need to make sure what is important for a new brand, what resonates and what does not, and whether whatever is resonating is what you wanted in the first place or not. If there are changes required, go through the rebranding exercise and make sure you incorporate the changes and then start working on a launch plan for the new branding. Yes, you need to have a launch plan just like how you do for a new product for this new brand because people need to understand why and what's the philosophy behind the brand. They need to see it as a big thing because it is a big deal. And you need to ensure that you are capturing the reactions. You are getting as much mileage from this as possible. The new branding, if not launched well, will be a big missed opportunity and you don't want to be there. In the next episode, we will talk about how you can create a launch plan to launch your brand effectively and ensuring that it leads to growth. With that, we have come to the end of this episode. I hope you are finding the content useful. If you have a particular feedback around these episodes, do write to me at hello at the rate I would love it if you can share a feedback, share your review on iTunes because that will help me connect with more podcast listeners and ensure that I can help their businesses as well. Thank you so much for listening. This was the Grow Daily Podcast and you have been listening to Piyush Agarwal. 